Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of NBA DFS Today. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm prepared to walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. Um, No, I'm prepared to walk you through the uh, 10-game main slate on DraftKings, which uh, should be fun. Should be a good time. Um, obviously, you know, more games than I typically like on a, on a, on a slate, excuse me, but there's a lot of games here that I really don't mind fading. So I'm really only looking at about half of them. And that's what we're going to hit on today in a really quick episode as we normally do. And as you know, if you've been listening to this, uh, podcast for a while, get ready for a bit of a motor mouth. Excuse me while I take a drink here. Okay. I am ready to motor mouth now. I just did an NFL podcast with... With Mike, so now I gotta switch my brain to NBA. All right, let's talk about these games. Orlando and Brooklyn. No, <laughs> uh, Orlando and Brooklyn. Not not uh, not interested. Two twenty four point five is a game total, um, which is not attractive in any real way. Uh, Two point five is a spread in favor of the Nets. I yeah, I think these are both good teams. It's just the pricing, you know. I, I just don't like the pricing here, so we're just gonna skip over that one. Uh, really, nobody that I'm targeting in in that game at all uh, Orlando's on a back-to-back uh, Brooklyn just had Cam Thomas come back so you know the, the elevated prices we had for other guys doesn't look as attractive now I'm sure you can find some GPP pivots in this game but uh, 10 game slate that's not really what I look for at all uh, let's talk about Cleveland though Cleveland Cavaliers at Detroit Pistons oh we all love this game don't we um, minus eight, uh, eight points in favor of the Cavaliers, 223.5 is the game total there, so even less than the other one, but I do like this game because there is a, a play I like here, it is a price that I like here for one of the guys, it's just one, and I'm going to highlight him, Craig Porter Jr., uh, we have no Karis LeVert here, who's going to be out, uh, with a left knee injury, so that means that we're going to get some Craig Porter Jr., in that lineup, and Craig Porter Jr. has been crushing it, and his price is still uh, hasn't quite caught up here. Um, he had 17 minutes a couple games ago with 13.75 DK points, 35 minutes with 31 DK points a couple, uh, the game before that. Uh, this is the Detroit Pistons, who are pretty bad against guard, the guards and uh, defending the guard position. Uh, I think you know the Cavs could absolutely get up early in this one, and therefore we get more Craig Porter Jr. than we are even expecting. But even if he only gets about you know 15, 17, to 18 minutes there uh, at 3,500. I don't see a whole lot of plays just yet on this slate of uh, cheap guys that we can go to. Um, there is obviously some really big, you know, uh, injury news we need to be aware of, like uh, Luka Doncic. Uh, it looks like Kyrie Irving probably not going to play, but we'll talk about that in a minute as well. So uh, there could be some value that opens up that makes Craig Porter Jr. not a good play. But for now, at the, for our purposes at this time, uh, in this early look, I do like Craig Porter Jr. here. Um, who should provide some offense against a really weak guard defense. Okay, Pelicans at Chicago. I, I know, I'm uh, skipping this one too. I really um, don't like any of the plays here. Um, it's not that I don't like them, it's just that we just don't know enough yet. Um, for Chicago specifically, uh, we we know for the Pelicans, I mean, everyone's probably going to be healthy. Uh, C.J. McCollum may sit this one. He played the night before uh, when I'm recording this. So uh, against the Spurs, played 38 minutes. Wow, I didn't know, realize he played so many minutes. Uh, that would have been a nice little play there. But, uh, yeah, now, I mean, he's 8,200, so it's not like his price is great anyways. 
Um, Bulls showed a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of effort, at least on the defensive end in that last game. So I don't think it's uh, necessarily the worst defense in the whole world. Um, I'm not really interested in any of these Pelicans guys, uh, to be to be frank. Uh, if, you know, McCollum does sit, I'd be a little bit interested, I think, in Jordan Hawkins, who's probably going to go low-owned on the site. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm just probably going to skip it. Um, now, on the Chicago side, we don't know what DeRozan's deal is yet. He's questionable with a personal issue. No other information available. I don't have any other information. I follow all the Chicago guys. No one has any information as far as I know. Um, but, you know, if he can play in this one, then um, I'm probably fading all these guys. Uh, I don't, you know, Desumu was a nice play in the last one, but now he's 5,000. Patrick Williams is now 5,400 uh, up against the Pelicans. I just don't see a whole lot of meat on that bone. Caruso at 5,300 is probably the most attractive play here, but I think there's other guys I'd rather have. Um, one guy I did kind of consider, um, but this will be dependent on DeRozan plays. If DeRozan's out, let's talk about that. If DeRozan's out, um, you know, obviously Vucevic at 8,500, it's, it's pricey, but it's worth it. Um, he's going to be played through a lot. He had a monster game in the last one. Uh, I wonder how many DK points he ended up with because I was just watching the actual game. 29 points, uh, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. He ended up with 53 DK points. Obviously, it's an overtime game for that one. Um, but, you know, he didn't, uh, I mean, he, he's got a high ceiling. He definitely does. Uh, 8,500, so I don't mind going to him there. I'm not going to Kobe White at 6,900. I, I just, he's going to have a bad shooting night, and when that happens, when that price tag is that high, uh, you know, think of him like a Jordan Clarkson, right? You can roster Jordan Clarkson on a small slate, on a large slate. I just don't feel like you have to take that risk. Um, you know, boomer bust guy. Uh, can you have a really big game? Yeah, absolutely. He shot like crap in the last one. Still end up with, uh, let's see here, 43 DK points. He only shot 7 of 20 from the field. So, um, you know, massive ceiling here. But uh, also, I would say probably a very very low floor. So Patrick Williams, I, just, I'm, I don't buy his talent just yet on the offensive side, which is what we want in DFS. Um, Crusoe, again, the guy that jumps out to me for 300. So if you want somebody. Uh, oh, and, and then if, uh, uh, sorry, the guy I was going to mention without DeRozan, if DeRozan doesn't play, is Torrey Craig at 4,200, uh, who had a really nice game in the last one, uh, in the early going especially, and then kind of faded away. But he had 27 DK points in 27 minutes. Uh, if we can just bank on 27 minutes, I think he's a nice little floor play. Um, but I'm really not excited about that many Chicago guys. So, but I got to talk about them, right? We got to talk about them. Got to talk about our crappy teams when they're crappy. Uh, okay, the Indiana Pacers are playing the Miami Heat. And yeah, I got interest all over this one. This is probably the one I've got the most interest in, honestly. Uh, this one and, and the next one, Atlanta, Milwaukee, are going to be really, really interesting. I've got some interest in both of those games. Um, that's probably where I'm going to do most of my stacking. Uh, probably close to, I would say, 40% or 50% of my roster is going to be made up of guys from these games. So um, it's just how it's going to work out. Indiana, Indiana we've got, uh, obviously... Uh, you know, Halliburton at 11-2, he's fine. I don't mind this at all against the Miami Heat. Um, I think it's a contrarian play because everyone you know, thinks Miami's a good defensive team. And so, uh, you know, we could definitely go there. Um, not in love with it, but uh, it, it would be a nice little pivot there. But the guy I'm really uh, eyeing here on Indiana, well, I guess a couple guys. I mean, Ellie Toppin has been really getting minutes and usage recently. And if that's happening, he's got such a fantasy-friendly game. He had 34.5 DK points in 33 minutes. Shot 15 shots in the last one against Miami, um, which the same team, obviously. I'm not expecting the same game here, but even if he can, you know, etch us out, uh, you know, he shot 67% from the field. Even if he can, you know, maybe get us like a, a 28 DK point night, that's still pretty decent for a 5200 price tag, and uh, it's cheaper than some of the other guys that have that kind of floor, I think. Um, and I'm not, I, I shy away from calling that his floor, though, um, because his floor is probably much lower. Um, 
you just never know what Toppin, you know. It could be a situation where they see something and they don't play him those minutes. But without Jalen Smith in the lineup uh, and battling an injury, he's probably pretty safe. So he's a guy I've got my eye on. I might slip him into a lineup or two. Um, I'm probably not going to have a whole lot of shares of him, but he is an interesting guy for sure. But the guy I have the most interest in on the Anna Pacers is uh, Aaron Neesmith at 4,400. And, you know, it's tough because his value in the last couple of games has been buoyed by uh, seven steals in the last two games, which just, that's just not going to happen. That's, if he did that with regularity, he would be probably the leader in steals per game in the NBA. Uh, I don't think he's up there. He might. He's probably close, though. He does get quite a few steals. Um, but anyways, I digress. Um, you know, 24.25 DK points in 23 minutes. What's jumping out to me is the minutes and the fact again that Jalen Smith is out. Um, you know, they seem to be going a little smaller there and he Smith has, uh, what seems like safe minutes. And that's always what we're looking for a guy under 5,000. I mean, if the minutes are safe there, um, that's always very valuable to us. So nine points, five boards, one assist, four steals. in that last one, he did fall out. So he could have, had a, uh, bigger game. He had some foul trouble. I'm trying to think exactly when that was because I was watching uh, the feed of the game as it was happening. But uh, I remember he did have a, a pretty short stint, I believe, in the first half um, because of some foul trouble. I think he picked up three quick ones and then he did eventually fall out from that one. So I uh, didn't hit a three, which is uh, you know kind of surprising here from Neesmith. He's had uh, multiple three pointers in, in plenty of games here. And against this Miami Heat team, you know, if they do come out with that defense, um, now the Heat are going to be down. Bam out of bio, so that automatically makes their defense worse, which makes me more interested in the Pacers. So it's like a it's like an echo chamber of, of interest here uh, from me in this DFS space. But um, but I, I like Mason Beasley with that forty four hundred. Let's just leave it at that. On the Miami side, um, like I said, Bam out of bio is out. Tyler Hero is out, of course. Uh, Jerry, uh, Jimmy Butler, sorry, not Jerry Butler. Jimmy Butler is questionable. Uh, I'm sorry, no, he's probable, so he's probably going to play. I would expect him to play, um, which is nice. He just had a really really big game. Uh, against this Indiana Pacers team. Uh, if you want to roster him as your star, yeah, I think it's a good choice. I think he's going to have to have a pretty decent game for them to stick into this. Um, the floor is obviously pretty safe. So I think, you know, in terms of spend-ups, he's probably the safest guy in the slate to spend up on here. Um, probably going to be pretty widely owned too, so you have to factor that in as well. So, um, you know, don't go overboard, but I do think he is a, a nice play as well, um, for sure. Um you know, I think any of these guys really, I mean, Duncan Robinson, 6,400, Kyle Lowry, 5,900, uh, Jason Richardson, no, uh, yeah, is it, no, is it Josh, it's sorry, Josh Richardson, wow, Jason, Josh Richardson at 5,400, uh, that would be, um, all, those would all be, you know, pretty attractive to me, I'm probably not going to with Caleb Martin, because I just want those other guys that are above him, I just mentioned more than him, I think they're going to have, um, they're a little bit higher in the pecking order, yeah, even Richardson, I think he's a little bit higher in the pecking order than Caleb Martin. Of course, I say that, and now he's going to go off. And uh, it, it's easy also to look at this and say, oh, it's his seventh offensive rank, uh, opposer, uh, opponent rank against that position, and that's why you're not playing him. And, um, you know, maybe that's my brain's doing that, but I, I'm not aware of it. I don't think so. Kevin Love is someone I'm not playing, 5,100. Um, I think he got, what, 15 minutes in the last game? And, and that was even without Bam out of bio. 17 minutes. Um I mean, he put up 26 DK points in 17 minutes, which is just, it's insanity. Um, I mean, he's been doing that. I don't know. I just don't see him as a, a ceiling play, and maybe I'm wrong there, but 5,100 is just too expensive, I think, for a guy that's pretty much going to guarantee get you, like, 25 DK points. I mean, great. Um, I think, you know, you can probably spend a few hundred more and get a guy that's got a significantly higher ceiling and, and a similar floor. So, um, 
yeah, I, I just don't think I'll end up on, on Kevin Love here. Uh, and that's pretty much it. But, I, you know, I, I think up and down this game, you can pretty much, you know, stack any of those guys. Um, I don't think I'll give you the lines, but um, let me see here. Do we even have lines? That's a good question. Why did uh, They might have pulled some lines here. Let me just refresh. Excuse me, guys. See if I can get those lines up here for us so we can see what this line is. Um, oh. You need to bear with me now. Here we go. Okay, we don't seem to have any lines on DraftKings anymore. They must—they just disappeared. I know they're up there before, so something must be going on. But we'll see. Um, anyways, it's going to be probably a uh, high-scoring game. It's probably going to be uh, a close game, I think, uh, between those two teams. Atlanta and Milwaukee. Um, we do have, uh, thankfully, a point spread in a total here. 6.5 points in favor of the Bucks. 250.5 is that uh, game total there, which uh, both of those things are obviously attractive to us as DFS players. Um, kind of shocked that the Bucks are favored by six and a half points. I don't think they've played that much better than the Hawks. Don't think the Hawks are on a back-to-back either. So hmm, it's an interesting one. Anyways, on the, the Hawks side, um, you know, I, I do think here you can play any of these guys as well. Uh, Trey Young. Up against, you know, Damian Lillard, who's had his struggles defensively. Absolutely. I think that's definitely on the table. Uh, DeJounte Murray has a pivot off of that. Yep, absolutely on the table. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, I was all over him the last slate. He sucked, um, but he's always got that upside and a uh, very high ceiling because he does score the basketball whenever he touches it, he wants to score. So um, I do like Neeson Bogey as well. Uh, DeAndre Hunter at 5,800. Uh, another guy that's uh, been really solid in the absence of Jalen Johnson, so I do like him as well. And then Sadiq Bey at 5,700. I think all those guys should be on your radar. Uh, but who I landed on here in my lineup was Clint Capella. I didn't want to stack it too hard because I stacked the uh, Indiana-Miami game a little bit more. I'm a little bit more excited about that one, I think, just with the term, with the pricing uh, and what I think that, that total is going to be and what I think the ownership is going to be. Uh, you know, trying to factor all that in, I just I kind of like the Indiana-Miami uh, game a little bit more. But for Atlanta, Milwaukee, um, I think any of those guys I mentioned is good. But for me, it's Clint Capella at 6,000 uh, is the guy that I'm going to rock with here. And look, it's just centers. Um, it's just a trend I've been playing the last three years, I think, where centers against you know Giannis and, and the Bucks do well because they have to be on the floor to guard Giannis. They have to be um, – they get the chill kind of in the paint uh, on defense because they're guarding Giannis. Um and, you know, that gives them a little bit more energy to expend on the glass and on the offensive end. And, you know, uh, Capella's a high-energy player. He gets up there. He finishes uh, alley-oops. He um, grabs boards, like, left and right like crazy. So um, I do like me some Clint Capella in this matchup here for sure at 6000 He's always reasonably priced. And when he I do roster him, he typically does go off. So hopefully that happens again here. Uh, on the Milwaukee side, I was less excited about the pricing here. Um... I think Giannis at 11-3 is a very interesting spend-up. I think a lot of people are going to try to get to him. And I'll talk a little bit about later about who I'm going to take instead of him in GPPs, which is what I play. But uh, but I do think, you know, if you end up with him in a cash game, you can rest easy against the center team. I think it's going to be a, a nice line for him here, for sure. Um, I really didn't like anyone else on Milwaukee uh, for the pricing. I mean... I think Dame's a, a good GPP play, honestly. I don't think a lot of people are going to end up on him because there's other plays that are more attractive, I think, uh, across the slate in the same price range at the same position. So, um, you know, 
that's that's my thoughts there. I, I really don't think uh, I'm going to end up with anyone on Milwaukee aside from possibly Youngs. Another interesting one here. Oklahoma City at Denver uh, Nuggets. This is a really interesting one um, because of the injuries. So this is probably where I'm going to get um, some of my... Um, uh, sorry, OKC at... Wow. OKC Thunder at Dallas Mavericks. This is probably where I'm going to get some of my uh, value plays. But we don't know Lucas' status yet. Like I said, Kyrie... Most likely going to be out. Looked sick tonight when he played. Um, was already announced that he's uh, doubtful or, or trending down or, or whatever it was. Uh, I can't remember the exact verbiage, but it's not looking good. Probably no Kyrie Irving here. Uh, if Luca is out, I don't think he's going to be. Uh, let me just say that. I think Luca's going to play. He was ruled out Friday for personal, personal reasons, not for an injury. Hopefully he took care of whatever he had to do. Um, and he's going to be back here. Um, in Dallas, it's a home game, so I'm you know, hoping that you know he just was like, oh, I'm just gonna chill and get some stuff done uh, that I need to get done, uh, or whatever, maybe you know whatever it was uh, that he had to address, and now uh, he he should be back in here, I think. So if he is, I like him. I like Luca here uh, with no Kyrie up against the Thunder, who are an up and coming team. I think this is gonna be fireworks. This is one of those Luca games where he absolutely just absolutely crushes it. Um, and since everyone's going to have Giannis, I'm hoping, you know, spending $200 more at 11.5 for Doncic, um, gets me there. But here's the thing. If Kyrie's ruled out, I don't know. Maybe, maybe people do flock to Doncic then. Um, yeah, it's kind of tricky. I don't know. I'll probably, maybe I'll have half and half Giannis and and Doncic. I do want to spend up on those guys though. Um, going down this list though, I mean, let's say Doncic doesn't play. Um, you know who can who can we look at? I mean, Derek Jones Jr. was uh, had a lot of ownership tonight on a uh, what was tonight seven game slate I think it was. You know, it's a ten game slate here. I expect him to have less ownership, but I think he is a nice boomer bust type of guy. Uh, he can definitely bust on you absolutely um, because he just if he can't shoot the ball well um, doesn't do a whole lot tonight. Um, six of 14, 26 DK points. You know, not a great line, but uh, serviceable. And he was only four thousand, so his his price came up six hundred, uh, and he got. I think it's a 14 shot attempts, right? Yeah, 14 shot attempts. That's pretty significant. So uh, definitely a guy you can definitely you know consider. Um, Jaden Hardy at 4,400 is another guy that uh, I would probably lock into all my lineups if I knew Doncic wasn't playing as long as Ky- as well as Kyrie Irving because he just has that ability to pop off. Um, two, 22.75 DK points tonight in 21 minutes. Not that exciting, but if he ends up getting 30, 35 minutes, now you're talking, you know, 35 with uh, DK points with a ceiling of 50 or so uh, at 4,400. Yeah, um, no way I'm not playing him. <laughs> I just think that'd be incredibly stupid to not play him. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's my thoughts there. Uh, Memphis and Phoenix, yeah, uh, Skip, I just, Memphis is just, they're not good. They I know they won a game, so congrats to them. Um, you know, Derek Rose was, was nice kind of play i guess on the last one but he's 5100 now um just no no real excitement here for me um phoenix you know we don't know devin booker's status if he's out um we can look again at grayson allen and eric gordon really nice and jordan goodwin um you know really not exciting plays but um those are the guys we're gonna get if there's no devin booker so there you go um not too 
not too confusing. Uh, okay, Portland and Utah is another pretty interesting one. I got uh, some interest on both sides here as well. I'm going to stack this one. This and the other two games. So those are the three games. Uh, there's three games I would stack. Um, so let's talk about it. Portland, Utah. Um, let me see here. I don't think I even looked at the spread. Uh, do we have a spread? We might not have a spread just yet. Or Yeah, come on, DraftKings. You are failing me at the most inopportune time. And it makes me angry. Uh, I don't think we have a spread here, guys. Sorry about that. But I would expect the, the score to be high. Or I should say the total to be high. Um, because Utah and Portland, neither of them play defense. Um, now, that's counteracted by the fact that Markkanen and Clarkson are going to be out for this one. Already ruled out. So uh, that's some firepower on Utah's side that's missing. And part of the reason I have a lot of interest on this game as well. But I do still think it's going to be a high-scoring affair because um, the Portland Trailblazers just don't care about playing defense at all. And the Utah Jazz, uh, despite being down some guys, have some decent scores, which we'll talk about uh, in a moment here. But on the Portland side, let's talk about that first. I, you know, DeAndre Ayton's jumping out to me here. He's really the only one, but I do like Ayton here um, against Walker Kessler, uh, who really doesn't have a backup either. Uh, and I think he's going to be a a, pre, a very low owned option here. So this is a GPP play, but I do think um, he's got that you know forty to forty five point upside uh, against this team. So I, he's definitely in my player pool. Um, it's my you know interest mainly lies on the Utah side, though. Obviously, I mean you're going against the worst team in the league, uh, or at least one of the worst teams in the league. I guess uh, the Wizards probably have something to say about that. But um, you know they're they're a very bad team. Um, the Jazz are. Not a great team. They're they're sitting on a losing record, but um, but they are a scrappy team. They like to fight. They like to compete. So, um, you know, I you know John Collins is sixty eight hundred. Sure, um, don't have a problem with that. I think you know um, this is a nice matchup for him. So um, it's a little pricey. I'd, I'd rather not spend that much in this game just because things can go sideways when two uh, not so good teams <laughs> meet each other. So, uh, but sixty eight hundred, I, I don't think that's a bad price point at all. Um, Collins six at fifty three hundred. Um, definitely can boom for you, so I don't have a problem with that play either. Uh, Ochai Baji is another guy I was looking at 5,000 that uh, I was like, mm, should I slip him in? Should I not? I think you can, definitely. I think uh, the floor is probably considerably lower than uh, this other guy that I like a lot more, which is uh, Simone Fatecchio. Uh, and Simone Fatecchio, he uh, is getting... He, he fills a space on this Jazz team that is needed. He, he's... You know, filling that Jordan Clarkson space right now where he's taking a lot of shots, um, shooting a lot of threes. Uh, he was 6 of 12 from the field last game, 2 of 7. This is Fontecchio, 2 of 7 from deep, 4 of 13 the game before that, 4 of 8 from deep. So you're talking about about a 30 DK point floor for Fontecchio because those are both, you know, uh, well, the last game was a good shooting game, but uh, the game before that was not a good shooting game. So, you know, so, somewhere in between those two is kind of where, where we land with, I would say, his floor. So 30 DK points as a floor, and then ceiling, um, if he hits all you know a bunch of shots, probably not that high, honestly. Probably, I mean, we're probably looking at like maybe a 40 DK point, you know, ceiling, um, just based on the, the shot volume. But, um, you know, I think, you know, 5,100 and, and some of the other guys in that same price range, you know, you're talking about a guaranteed 30 DK points. I I don't know how you pass it up. So I like Fontecchio. Um, I like Agbaji as a, a bit of a pivot off of that, but I'm less certain about him for sure. 
Uh, and he's a 100 less, though, so if maybe I guess if that saves you some money and, and you're able to get another guy you really are excited about, then, you know, go for it. Uh, Walker Kessler, got to mention him, 6,000. Um, yeah, I think this is also a nice uh, matchup here going against Aiton as well. Um, you know, uh, the chance to battle that guy in the boards, I think that's a, a thing to get up for, and, and it could be, um, you know, fun a fun thing to monitor in this game. Uh, Walker Kessler in the last one, 27 minutes, just 23.75 DK points. Just didn't do a whole lot uh, against the Timberwolves. But it was uh, kind of an off game for, for everybody in the Utah Jazz, and they didn't have their, their two guys. So, um, you know, before that, he had a string of 30-plus point games. So, uh, DK point games. So, and we all know that ceiling is huge. Um, yeah, Denver and Sacramento. Um, and again, guys, hey, get that DFS pass, five bucks a month, sportsethos.com. Sign up for it. You can come chat with me uh, as we get closer to tip. And I will tell you all my thoughts about all the new information that comes down. But yeah, uh, Denver is interesting. There's no Jamal Murray, no Aaron Gordon. Um, I still don't think I want to play anybody on the Denver Nuggets here. It's a back-to-back. Uh, I mean, Jokic is 12-7, 10 uh, games slate. I don't know. It's tough. It's not, you know, I don't love it. Um, Michael Porter Jr., 7,900, also very pricey. Just not. Um, Reggie Jackson has had some good games, and it's 6,300, though. I mean, it's just that price tag's just coming up. I don't know if I can support um paying that so you know it's like like who do i play then do i play christian brown do i play uh peyton watson none of those guys are really popping right now you know it's it's um it's a difficult thing here i don't i don't love any of the nuggets so i'll just leave it at that i think you know if this was a time to play guys against the nuggets this would be when i would do it knowing aaron gordon uh no jamal murray you know guys are kind of playing a little bit out of rotation so if you want to play some of these Sacramento guys, I, this is where I'd pivot in a, in a tournament for sure. Uh, I'd play some Darren Fox. I'd play some uh, Horder. I'd play some Monk. I'd play some Monk. I'd play some Sabonis. Um, because these are the guys, you know, um, they're not going to get played very much because they're up against Denver. When you're playing against Denver, you know, you always think uh, the game's going to get slowed down and, you know, people aren't going to pop off. And, you know, here, this, uh, with a little bit of a slightly different configuration with their lineup and... Um, you know, them being on a back-to-back, obviously, too, uh, with tired legs. I think this is the spot where you play against Denver um, to hopefully take advantage of that ownership. So, And uh, then we'll just end with Houston uh, Lakers. Yeah, uh, no, so that's going to do it for us. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, I, I really, uh, I'm, not extra, I'm not interested in this game. I just, I'm not, um, let me see. Um, I think we have, yeah, 220.5 is the game total here. That is tied for the worst on the slate with the Pelicans-Bulls. So... You know, I'm skipping both those games. There's a reason for it. Um, Five-point spread in favor of the Lakers in this one. You know, I, I'm trying to think if, if there's anything I can really say about these teams. Um, you know, I don't mind any of these plays. I, I guess if you want a late hammer, which, I, you know, there's not really any reasoning behind, oh, I need a late guy that's going to help me catch up besides it's more exciting to watch. Uh, as the night unfolds, uh, I mean, Shingun, 8,800, sure, he, he could be really hammer and have a big game against this Lakers squad. Um, but Davis, Anthony Davis is a really good defender, so I, I don't know, guys. I, I really, I'm not feeling that one. Uh, Anthony Davis on the other side maybe takes advantage of Shingun at 10-1, though. I mean, 
you know, you got Shea Gildas Alexander out there at 10-5. I, I think I'd rather spend up on him in that Dallas matchup. Um, if Luca plays, it depends on Luca plays or if he doesn't play. Uh, there's just other guys I would rather spend up that money on across the slate. So I just I don't see myself getting to any of the players in this this final game here. So that is really going to do it for us, guys. I am Keith Cork, um, and I can be found on Twitter at, at EthosKeith. You can go follow the show at EthosDFS. And, uh, yeah, hit me on Twitter if you have any questions. I'm always happy to help. But, hey, until next time, everybody, go get that money.